Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. I want to talk to you about the reality that through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have been redeemed. You know, God is waiting on you and he's waiting on me to take a step of faith in a time like this. God is waiting on you and I to take a step of faith. There's a blessing that God endeavors to release into your life, but it will take faith for you to apprehend it. Glory be to God. Are you ready to move out in faith? I said, are you ready to move out in faith? Amen. All it takes is just one step of faith. Hallelujah. I believe there's somebody who's listening to me today. You're just one step away from a breakthrough. You're just one obedient. You're just one obedient move from God. Amen. For things exploding in your life and the goodness of God will overtake you and overshadow you. Amen. And bless you and cause you to be a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's get into the lesson. Again, I'm so honored and I'm so uh, thankful and I'm so grateful that you've tuned in today. I was just sharing before the broadcast started that I'm just grateful to God that he has permitted me and permitted you to see another day. A whole lot of people didn't get up this morning. A whole lot of folk didn't make it through the day. But by the grace of God and by the mercies of God, for the mere fact that you and I are still in the land of the living is a sign that God still have an assignment on our lives that has not come to fruition or that has not come to completion. Hallelujah. So we are the redeemed. Amen. Turn, if you would, your Bibles to Psalms 107. I know I have just a little bit of time, and but we're wanting to take advantage of the time and we don't want to waste time but we're wanting to obey the spirit of God look at Psalms 107 and the title of the message today is I am redeemed say that with me I am redeemed are you in Psalms 107 are you in Psalms 107 look at verse 2 it says let the redeemed of the Lord say so come on say it again let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. All of us who God have set free from, from bondage, all of us who God have set free from sin, amen, we ought to declare his goodness. I was just uh, thinking, as I said before the service, that I almost didn't make it to this point because I started saying to myself, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, Oh, glory to God. I want to tell somebody. I want to testify of his goodness. Can somebody say amen? Look at verse 2 again. It says, let the redeemed, what? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you've been redeemed tonight, if you've been redeemed today, if you've been redeemed wherever you're watching this broadcast, you need to open up your mouth right now and just to declare out into the air, out into the airways, out into the atmosphere. You need to declare the goodness of the Lord. You need to open up your mouth and thank God for something that he's done. Not only has God done something, but he's getting ready to do something fresh, new, and different in 
in your life if you will declare his goodness. Can somebody say amen? amen? Hallelujah. I want you to look at nugget number one. Let's do this. Nugget number one and two and three, and then we'll get busy. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, come on, say that. Let the red- Is anybody redeemed today? Then the Bible says, let the, re- is there anybody who was in sin, but Jesus set you free? Is there anybody watching this broadcast? Your mind was all jacked up, but the Redeemer stepped in and touched your mind. Is there anybody watching this broadcast that had sickness in your body, but the healer walked into your courtroom or walked into your hospital room or walked into your bedroom and released his healing power? into your life. If the Lord has been good to you, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord let them say so. Nugget number two. Nugget number two. Tell how he's freed you from oppression. Nugget number two. Tell somebody how God has freed you from oppression and sin. You need to testify that I used to be in bondage. I used to be controlled by this and I used to be controlled by that. But Jesus came into my life and I'm no longer taking drugs. I'm no longer smoking cigarettes. I'm no longer hanging on the block. Jesus came in to my life and he set me free from everything that had me bound. Hallelujah. Nugget number three, please. We're talking about we've been redeemed. Well, if you've been redeemed from, what have you been redeemed to? I've been redeemed into God's blessings. Come on, say that. I have been redeemed. Make it personal. I have been redeemed into the blessings of God. Nugget number four, please. Nugget number four. Obedience is man's response to God's love. I slowed down for a reason because this is a profound statement. Obedience. Come on, say it. Come on, say it again. Obedience, not disobedience, not stubbornness, not rebellion, but obedience is man's response to what? To God's love. Because because I love you, God, not just because I love you, but I love you, God, because you first loved me. And my expression back to you of this love that I have in my heart towards you. Amen. It is it is company with my obedience. So whatever you tell me to do, because I love you, whether I understand it or don't understand it, but, but I'm totally and I'm completely in love with this man named Jesus. And because I'm in love with him, my response to him is obedience. Jesus said that if you love me, he said, keep my commandments. If you love me, do what I've commanded you to do. Look at nugget number, number five. Well, no, number four, number four, obedience is man's response to what? Obedience is man's response to God's love. So how I show God, how we show God that we love him, we are obedient to his word. Amen. And let's back up where we started in Psalms 107. Verse number two. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Listen to verse 2 in the Message Bible translation. It says, all of you set free by God, tell the world. Oh, isn't that powerful? The Message Bible says, all of you set free by. Is there anybody who's been set free by God? The Message Bible says that if you have been set free by God, then tell the world. Ooh, Jesus, can't keep it to yourself. The word of God says that if you've been redeemed, if God has set you free, then go tell the world. Hallelujah. Tell how he freed you from sin. Tell somebody what God brought you out of. Maybe what they're in is not what you're in, but just hearing the miracle working power working in your life can inspire somebody else to say within their souls that if God could deliver them from that, then certainly the Lord is well able to deliver me of what I'm facing today. Somebody, the Bible says that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. Redeemed in the Webster Dictionary is defined, here's redeemed, to release from blame or debt. To be redeemed means you have been released from blame or debt, free from the consequences, redeemed. Jesus redeemed us. He redeemed us from the consequences of sin. For the wages of sin is what? Is death. But Jesus paid the debt for you and I so that we could go free. Jesus became our scapegoat. So that we could walk in freedom and liberty. Not that we deserve it, not that we earned it or can't earn it, but by the grace of God, by the mercies of God, he redeemed us back to the Father. That ought to make somebody real happy here. What God, what has God done for you? Come on, talk to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you in your living room. What has God done for you? What has God done for you that you haven't told anybody about it? What is it that God has done for you and you felt like it was a divine calling to keep it a secret? Well, I'm here to tell you today what God has done for you. He didn't call you to keep it a secret. He's commanded you to go tell the world. Tell the world of his goodness. Tell the world that he's a healer. Tell the world that he's a deliverer. Tell the world that he's a way maker. Tell the world that he's the bright morning star. Tell the world that he's the great physician. Tell the world that he's alpha. Tell the world that he's omega. Tell the world that he's, he's a, a provider. Tell the world that he's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Tell the world that he will be to you whatever you need him to be. Tell the world. Are you with me today? Let, let's read this out loud in Psalms 103. Just back up a couple of chapters. Psalms 103, and let's look at verse number 1. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Oh, Jesus. Who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases. He doesn't heal some of them. But the God that we serve, he even healed the disease of COVID-19. Yes. 
Are you listening? Some of you ought to be testifying because you got it, but the healing power of Jesus moved in on your situation, amen, and set you free. Glory to God. Oh, Jesus, this is good news. Uh, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all of our iniquities and heals all of our diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfy your mouth with good things. God satisfies us not with bad things. He satisfies us with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. In other words, while the world is getting older every day, glory to God, the redeemed people of God, we're getting younger and getting stronger every day. We're redefining 40 years old. We're redefining 50 years old. We're redefining 60 years old. We are redefining 70 years old. We are redefining 80 and 90 years old. When we walk up on people who've known us for a long time, they'll look at us and say, you know, you don't look like you're aging at all. Why? Because the God that we serve, he has redeemed us, glory to God, and he's renewing us from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. He's renewing us every morning. Hallelujah. And I'm claiming that blessing. I'm redeemed. Come on and say it. I am redeemed into God, the blessings of God. I am redeemed into the blessings of God. Come on, you got to open your mouth and say something. I am redeemed. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what other people are saying. I am what the word of God says I am. I can do what the word of God says I can do. I will have what the word of God says I can have. And based upon the covenant that we have with God, amen, he's redeemed me from the consequences of sin and has released me into the blessings of almighty God. Wherever I go, blessings follow me. Whatever I put my hands through, it'll prosper because God has placed his favor and his blessing on my life. And we have been redeemed from the curse of the law so that the blessings of Abraham might operate in and through our lives. Are you in the last book of the law? I'm going to close with this. Go to the last book of the law or the last book of Moses chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Look at verse number 19. Ooh, Jesus. Look what God said through the pastor. Are you in Deuteronomy chapter 30? Look what God said through the pastor. I said, are you in Deuteronomy chapter 30? Verse 19. Look what God said through the pastor. Pastor Steve, I mean, Pastor Moses. Look what God said through Pastor Moses. Look at verse number 19. He said, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, come on, talk to me. Choose what? Choose life that both you and your children so that you and your babies so that you and your children's children uh, may live and not die. Look what Pastor Moses said to the congregation. And if Pastor Moses could say that to his congregation, then Pastor Steve can say this to the congregation that God has given him. So just like Pastor Moses spoke this word of life to the congregation, 
I am speaking this word of life to you today. And I'm declaring to you today that today has been set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. But I charge you today as the senior pastor of Harvest Church for every member and every e-church member and everybody who is tuned in, I command you to choose life and not death so that you can live. Not only for you to live, but so your children can live. And not only for your children to live, but your grandchildren and your great-grandbabies to the glory of Almighty God. Lord God, in 2020, as we approach the middle of this year and this pandemic that is still with us to some degree and the chaos that seems to be all over the world. God, I declare today in this wayward world that you will keep us close to you. That's my prayer. God, while some have taken the liberty during this pandemic to drift away from you, to drift away from the word of God, to drift away from the will of God, to drift away from their commitment to the house of God, God, it is my prayer today as the overseer like Moses of this house that I I release a a hedge, I release a net, I throw a covering over the members of Harvest Church, whether they are connected or somewhat disconnected. Today, I reel you in, in the spirit, in the name of the Lord. Oh, God, and I pray to our God that God, while many are drifting away, I declare that the members of Harvest Church and those who are under the sound of my voice, that they'll stop drifting away and start drifting toward, amen, God Almighty. That they'll stop walking away from the things of God and start walking toward the things of God. Oh, Jesus. So, Lord, I pray in this wayward world that we're living in. I'm praying now. I'm praying for every member of Harvest Church. I'm praying for every person under the sound of my voice who have been through struggles and difficulties and challenges. And some of you have had to deal with this COVID-19, but because of the prayer of the saints, the word of God said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous will get the job done. Yes, the plague did touch you, but blessed be Jesus, our prayers got through and that plague had to take its hands off of you because we're praying that you will live and not die. So in this wayward world, God, I pray for every person who's listening to this broadcast, God, some way in your sovereignty, Do whatever you have to do to draw us closer to you. God, we want to be close to you. We don't want to drift away from you. We don't want to lose our prayer life. We don't want to lose our devotional. And if we've lost it, God, we want to get it back. And I said it a service or two ago, and I'll say it again tonight or today, that it's never too late to obey God. Hallelujah. It's never too late to turn around and say, God, I repent. I'm sorry. And come back to Father's house. Is this blessing somebody right now? Love and obedience is the great theme. Love and obedience is the great theme of this book, the book of Deuteronomy. The major theme that runs through this great book, the last book of Moses, is, is love 
and obedience. Can somebody say love and obedience? Let's close now in Galatians chapter 3. I know you can quote it verbatim, but let, let's, let's turn to Galatians 3, verse 13. Very familiar passage of scripture. Ready? Let's read. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, we may not know what the curse of the law is right now, but we do know this, whatever it is, Jesus Christ redeemed us from it. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Jesus hung on the tree so that you and I wouldn't have to hang. Jesus Christ hung on the tree so that you and I would not have to hang, but that we could walk in the blessings of Almighty God. Christ has redeemed us from the penalty of the Mosaic law. Jesus Christ has come and he paid the price. He paid the penalty. You remember Pastor Moses said, I set before you blessings, yes, and cursings. And then he commanded the congregation, he says, but choose life. Choose life so that you can live in your children and your children's children. Jesus comes along and establishes a better covenant, established on better promises. And the word of God says that through Jesus Christ, you and I, the body of Christ, we have already been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have been redeemed from sickness and disease. We have been redeemed from spiritual death. We have been redeemed from poverty and lack. And because of the Lord Jesus Christ and his redemptive work in our life, the devil don't have a right to put sickness on us. We've been redeemed. The devil doesn't have a right to hold us in darkness. We've been redeemed. The devil doesn't have a right to keep us in poverty and lack. We have been redeemed. We've been snatched out and away from the curse and introduced and, and unctioned in to the blessings of Almighty God. Is this making anybody happy? So Deuteronomy chapter 28 uh, is real clear to us. Let, let, let's back up there just a, again real quick. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, verse number one. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He's already done it. So Jesus is not going to do it. It's already done. Amen? Amen. Look at verse number one. Now it shall come to pass. You better get a hold of this because this, this is what you have been redeemed to. Now it has come to pass that if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings, come on, say it with me. And all these blessings, when you get an opportunity, I want you to read that whole thing, verse 1 through 14. And all of these blessings shall come upon you. Not just come upon you, but all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Read that out in your study time all the way to verse number 14 and you'll see what the word of God has to say about these blessings coming upon your life. Is this blessing anybody at all? I said, is this blessing anybody at all? So you have been redeemed. All these blessings, hallelujah. By faith, I call everything Jesus Christ has purchased for me. I call it mine right now. To be enriched right now. To prosper right now. I, in the name of, right, I'm increasing right now. My life is fulfilled 
Hallelujah to Jesus. And everywhere I go, come on, say it. Everywhere I go, come on, say it. Everywhere I go, because the blessing is on me, I find favor. If I turn to the right, I bump into favor. If I turn to the left, I bump into favor. If I go forward, I bump into favor. If I turn around, I bump into favor. Hallelujah to Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 28, it explains clearly what we have when we are obedient to Almighty God. Amen. God promised that we would receive rewards and that we would be satisfied in this life if we would only engage in obedience. Remember now the key. The key to the blessings of the Lord is being obedient to Almighty God. The Word of God declares that if you love Him, you'll also obey Him. Obedience is a sign from us to God that we love Him. Child of God, I want you to know today, no matter what it looks like, you have been redeemed from Almighty God. You have been redeemed from the world and the world system and all that hell has to offer. You have been redeemed and you have been ushered into You've been redeemed from and redeemed to the blessings of Almighty God. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.